Yeah. Yeah. Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Let's get it. Pro Fan. Pro fan. Tune into the program. Yeah. Every single week, get the dope fam. Sean on the mic, very flat too. Keep you updated, that's what we do. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope fam. Yo, yo, what it do, y'all? It's your boy John Altidore with Pro Fan Sports Podcast, where the fans of the pros go with my boys Vlad and Bay. What it do, fellas? Yo, what's up? What's going on, guys? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's the word? Chilling, chilling, fellas. First and foremost, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. You know, my mother, your mother, Vlad's mother, all the mothers yes, out there doing the right stuff, taking care of their kids, you know, making sure their kids are good, man. Today's a special day, so happy Mother's Day. Yes, yes, absolutely. Big shout out to all the dope and beautiful moms out there and Hardworking moms who, you know, sacrifice a lot for their children to bring them up in the best way they could and to make them good people and raise them the right way, you know, especially our moms. Right. Yeah, you know, we definitely appreciate all the good moms out there that hold it down for ch- day in and day out. Yeah, Denise, happy Mother's Day. That's my mom. That's my yeah, mom. Regina, happy Mother's <laughs> Day. Yeah, that's, that's my mom's name. Yeah, brother, dad, happy Mother's Day. Okay. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yeah. Shout out to all y'all. And without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, Fast. shout out to uh, my kids, mother. Mother too can't forget you so happy mother's day um but other than mother's day man today's an even more special day today's not only mother's day this guy right here next to me b money he was born on mother's day on may 10th man happy mother's day bro thank you uh, thank you appreciate it <laughs> yeah man it's a very uh special and great day you know i'm truly blessed and grateful to be with here with you guys and be able to record an episode on my birthday and to you know just be alive and be in good health and be happy and to see that I made it another year and, you know, have another year of life ahead. So I'm very happy today. This day really means a lot to me since, as John said, I was born on this day, uh, you know, May 10th, 1992. So I'm officially 28 years old. Should I? <laughs> I'm younger than y'all. Y'all are the old ones. I'm, I'm the younger. You, you, you didn't group. have to say all that. Just <laughs> do uh, no, birthday. I know I'm getting an uh, update. Day. What's up, Vlad? Happy birthday. Thank you, bro. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. So, yeah, no, I'm still feeling good, still feeling young. I, I don't feel like I'm aging quite yet. I'm nah, still man, in my prime, good, so. You're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm glad to be able to see another birthday, especially with the situation that we're all in. And definitely, you know, I appreciate it even more, you know, than, you know, the pre- previous year. So That's yeah. right, man. You know, coronavirus, a lot of people actually complain that their birthday is during this time, but at least you're, you're happy about it. You know, it's another year, so it's special, man. It's still special, regardless what you're doing, where you're at, whatever pandemic we're going through, man. If it's your birthday today, happy birthday, and again, man, thank happy you, Mother's you. Day. Yes, but yes. With, with Barry's birthday being today, we wanted to actually introduce a new segment to the show that we're going to be doing a bit often, you know, come the season, when the, when the season comes. You know, we're going to actually do the B-Money Lifestyle of the Week, and um, Barry, you want to explain what, what that is? Yes, yeah, so the B-Money Lifestyle of the Week is pretty much one episode per week we're gonna pick the person who has been living the B money lifestyle the most so I figured since it's only right and it's fitting that it's our birthday today we introduce and we start this segment you know on, on this very day and I believe the person that I will get to choose and nominate as the B money lifestyle athlete of the week would be no other than myself yeah the, the, the Mr. B money lifestyle B himself money lifestyle is birthday. so we you know I've definitely been right there, boy. yes sir Cheers, yeah. my brother. Vlad, I know you're Cheers, bro. Right, right. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Yeah, bro. <laughs> there you go. Let's get it. So, yeah, this 
Def- definitely figured I'd pick myself for the woods since I have been living the B-Buddy lifestyle this week, especially this weekend. Especially uh, last I'll be night. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Definitely was, uh, you know, been living it up the last two days for sure. So it's uh, been pretty great and pretty awesome and I'm um, looking forward to continuing to do that. Yeah, man, that's dope. So that's going to be one of the segments that we do is the B-Money lifestyle. Again, like Barry says, is somebody that he feels like is living the B-Money lifestyle, you know, doing positive things out there. You know, it could right, be a right. player that like killed it this week ran for like 200 yards or had like five td week or something you know or it could be somebody that's doing crazy things off the field you know you never know so that be money lifestyle look for it we're gonna be doing it on a weekly basis um other than that we want to introduce some other segments actually so we would like to start an email section on the podcast right we will read one email from our listeners and discuss on the podcast so please email us at um profansports1 at gmail.com and the email is profansports1 at gmail.com so every week we're going to try to get on and read an email from one of our listeners and, and try to discuss the topic right on on air while we're doing it just getting our raw reaction to whatever you're asking so you know just help us out and send us some questions you know through our email if you're not on email if you're not a email person you, you could also send us a message on facebook instagram uh twitter barry will get back at you as soon as he can um That's right yes sir you know so with that said if you're not following us on social media follow us on social media instagram profans underscore sports twitter is um twitter.com slash profans facebook.com slash profans sports twitter.com slash profans sports too so it's basically profans sports everywhere um follow us and also subscribe to us on youtube right we're trying to get our subscribers up and making sure that you guys are getting the content from you know our, our podcasting platforms as well as getting the videos that we got going on we're trying to grow the the channel grow our brand as a team you know as pro fan sports podcast so we're going to need your help out there and if you're on um anchor there's actually a donate button too uh if you feel like giving us anything a dollar two dollars whatever uh just go up there and and donate if you feel like it you know whatever you do is appreciated so thank you so much all right so let's just get into into the week man absolutely let's do you it know, um we did a show a couple weeks ago where we, we discussed the draft and that show was probably our long, longest show yeah i think this one's gonna beat that for, for sure it could it possibly could. possibly yeah right it um, has the potential no we'll, doubt. Tr- we'll try to get it out to you as quick as possible but you know the nfl schedule came out this week Ooh, yes, sure did. Yeah. You guys got a chance to see it? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Any surprises? Yeah, no surprises for me. Um, I went through the schedule and I highlighted um, a couple of games each week that I feel like was the best games that I'd be looking for this week. Yep. And the Patriots made did not make my list at all. Mm-hmm. Based, based on the schedule, based on the games that were happening every week, yep. some of the big games, the Patriots were just not involved just because the Patriots, after losing Brady, just, you're, you, instead of being up there as like the team that you want to watch it becomes down here i mean as a fan obviously as a fan obviously i'm looking forward to the patriots games mm-hmm. but as an nfl like as an um unbiased um opinion the Patriots didn't make my list in terms of okay these are the games that you have to watch on a weekly basis okay. um but there are, there are a lot of really really good games yeah. um brady is gonna play uh, brady's gonna play breeze twice this year yeah he's gonna play um aaron Rodgers this year mm-hmm. so there's there's a lot of really really good games i'm looking forward to um we can we can go into them um once barry once you guys um give your piece yeah yeah, yeah. barry go ahead like i said i wasn't really surprised for the most part but then i just saw and noticed something that apparently the patriots and the bucks aren't playing 
happening at the same time until December. Uh, that's I feel that's a pretty big coincidence. And I don't uh, think so. I, you know, and, and kind of odd that the NFL made the schedule like you know in, in that way. But I feel like at the same time they probably did that for a reason and knew what they were doing. I think from standpoint of an NFL fan, uh, I, I think you, you're you're right, Vlad, that the Patriots aren't really like on too many of the marquee, you know, matchups, even though they are playing some, you know, really good and tough teams that, you know, have the toughest schedule in the NFL this year that with the highest strength of schedule based on uh, the record from last year. So it's definitely going to be pretty tough, you know, season for, for, for them coming up. They certainly, you know, have some tough road games that, they, you know, they're going to be playing uh, well as, you know, home games too, uh, you know, so I was just going to say, but there's definitely other games that, um, you know, looking forward to, like, for um, what, what Vlad said with the, you know, Drew Brees and Tom Brady week one, right off the bat, going at it against each other uh, in, 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 to start the season. That's definitely, uh, you know, one of the top games on my list uh, for this season and one that I'm really excited about and will be glued to the TV every second, won't even miss a play or, like, go to the bathroom or anything. Like, that will, you know, I'll be locked in and laser focused, as TV 12 says. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing those guys play twice a year now uh but looking forward to seeing uh Brady play Patrick Mahomes uh this year as well so and obviously Aaron Rodgers too looking forward to seeing the teams that did well last year if they can sustain that and be you know consistent uh and, and kind of keep that going uh younger teams like the Baltimore Ravens Lamar Jackson now that it's year two because we all know that year two is one of the toughest years for a quarterback just because now that there's a good amount of film on you and teams now can adjust and you know game plan against you better now that there's more you know film and uh, game tape i mean obviously barry had a lot of thoughts on on the schedule and he's been probably losing sleep over it Um, (laughs) (laughs) no i definitely thought um the schedule was definitely very very interesting to me i think it's interesting that the patriots as soon as you posted that on on facebook on when you posted it you're like what do you think about the schedule i'm like that's a tough schedule it is right Mm -hmm. and the schedule didn't come out yet that was like like a preliminary thing um that he posted it he's like this could be the schedule it, it you know that's that's what they're saying but the schedule comes out the next day and when it came out it was pretty much the same and i'm like that's a tough ass schedule right so that that's one thing that jumped off to me that's something that jumped up at me um when i seen the patriots schedule and then i've seen other people's schedule too and things are pretty odd to me i'm the nfl definitely does stuff on purpose right um if you think about it when was the last time the patriots had the toughest schedule Oof, it's been a it, while it's been a while since we right, talked right, about right. the patriots having a tough schedule right and john brady's been the whole here the whole time yep for the last you know, 20 years boom exactly. he's gone we got the toughest schedule okay that that's interesting and then you go to the tampa bay's schedule they're just like right in the middle near the middle right, right. you know as far as like based off of how the teams performed last year that's what we're yeah, this yeah. year based off of mm-hmm. so it looked like okay so brady's in the middle of the pack again and then you look even more into the, the Buccaneers schedule. Brady has a bunch of dome games. Like, to end the season, like, within the season, he has a bunch of dome games. And I'm like, that's very, very interesting. That's really interesting. You know? I think, and, y'all, I think y'all are reading too much into okay, it. Okay, all right. So, we're reading too much into it. How come the Patriots and the Buccaneers only have two games that overlap with each other, right? You know when when those games are? No, when are those no, games? I do not. That's like week 14, 15. Nobody's watching these shit. What? 
Exactly. That's the only time the Patriots we and the Buccaneers yes, have overlapping schedule because we know that the teams have pretty much secured their seating for the year when that time comes, and that's when they start resting starters, okay? And, you know, guess who's the older? I mean, you're, you're only resting starters if you're... If you're if your place in the playoff is solidified and you already have okay. um you already have the first buy secure. Okay, so who who does Vegas have winning the Super Bowl? I don't know. Who who do they have winning the, the Super Bucks, Bowl? The Bucks, man. They're like up there as far as odds. Okay? So like if you you get what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say here? Like so you're telling me these guys have one of the top offenses on paper already. You're projecting them to win all these games cuz they're going to be so good. They have an upcoming defense. They they've added weapons. They've added Brady, okay? Why I, I don't understand how they have, you know, their schedule. You know, I'm not saying, you know, somebody deliberately did that, but I'm saying somebody deliberately. But the schedule the schedule is not random. The schedule is based on wins last year. It's based on your conference mm-hmm. and it's based on the top um, whoever finished top based on the other um, the other um, conference. Okay, so how come Baltimore Ravens have the weakest schedule in the league? Yeah, but it's not random. It's based like every so um, there are teams you play every year, which are the I'm, team the teams in your division. There are teams that you play every four years, which are the teams that are on. If, if you're an AFC team versus an uh, uh, an NFC team, mm-hmm. it's not random. It's just it's it's based it's based on every year. It's based on whoever has the most wins. Where, where you place from the year before. Yeah, I know it's not random. It's definitely not random. Okay, like, based on what I'm seeing, I think you're proving my point. Like, this is definitely not random. Like, this is strategically placed. Like, there's no way that the Patriots have five um, primetime games, and then the Bucks have five primetime games, too. You know the last time that happened, the Bucks won the Super Bowl? So, really? like, it's definitely not random. Like, these guys are placing these things, and they're putting them in the right position to get the mo- most views. Because, like, if Patriots game are not, games are not overlapping with Buccaneers, guess who's watching the Patriots games and the Buccaneers games? All the of Patriots. New England. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, so now that's more views for the NFL. So I'm going to agree with you that the NFL does place the games in different um, times so that um, Patriots fans and the NFL fans can watch both Brady with the Bucks and the Patriots without Brady. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. But as far as what teams you play, that's not random. That's like a um, that's a very predictive thing. Like, I could have predicted what team we would have played this year. The only thing I could have predicted is when we're playing. Them, the, order. We're playing them. the order. The okay. order. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. we're, we're going to... So, go ahead. So, so I think I think you're right. I think I'm sure that the NFL is a business. So yeah. the NFL is gonna position their business in a way that they were gonna make the most money. So whichever way they can position their schedule so that people can watch the most games, they can have the most views for the most games, they're gonna do that. But as far as what teams they're gonna play, I mean, I think even if Brady was with the pictures, we would have still have had the top, a tough schedule. Yeah, I don't know, man, because Brady was with us and our schedule. Everybody, every season, they're like, "Oh, the Patriots have a cakewalk schedule." You know what I'm saying? Even last year, they were saying that. You know, and but we were one of the reasons we coming off a Super Bowl. We were, we were Super Bowl champs last year, but also I was just gonna say even. This year, had Tom Brady stayed, I still think the Patriots would have had a tough schedule because I know people last year were saying that, oh, the Patriots' schedule for next year for the 2020 season is going to be tough because they're going to be playing not only the AFC West, but they're also going to be playing the NFC West. And those divisions are definitely going to be much better th- this year than what they were last year. And there's some tough 
games and tough opponents in each one of those divisions. So even if Tom Brady was here, the Patriots would have still regardlessly had a tough schedule based on the opponents in the divisions that they were going to play, be playing this upcoming season. Well, I feel like they complain about the schedules, you know, the Patriots schedule being, being easy. Too easy, because, right. No, I, I we did that. do have Tom. We did have Tom Brady, right? Now that's we don't. Of, that's one of the reasons that made it easier is that you could have said, okay, this team is not good anymore because Brady... Brady is always going to be there. Brady is going to beat them. But yeah. I like, so this year, even even if Brady was there, we would have still have had those same teams and the schedule would have still been difficult. Right, facts. I agree with that. But but the only thing I'm going to agree with you, John, is mm -hmm. I'm going to agree that the NFL positioned the games in a way that people can watch Brady and watch the Patriots at the same time. Yep. Yep. For sure. And I think they definitely do it. other things on purpose too, but we're going to agree to disagree on that one. You know, I was like, <laughs> I'm just like these guys. These guys are not slick, man. You guys are not slick, okay? Like we know what's going on. You guys want to bury Bill Belichick, all right? Bury the Patriots, you know? <laughs> I don't know. And Tom Brady's the face of the the face of the NFL, man. So like, why wouldn't you want to put you him? You still in think he is the face of the NFL now? Yes, brother. Like, there's a guy that unretired because of this guy. Okay. All right. There's there's a five thousand yard passer that got cut because of this guy. Like. But also, also through thirty interceptions last exactly, year. Exactly, but still, man, it's like Tom Brady's the face of the NFL, man. Like everything, their Super Bowl odds have shifted greatly from last year to this. Yeah, of course. It's like you're not gonna get that other than Tom Brady or like a Patrick Mahomes, you know, or maybe Aaron Rodgers. You know, you put them on other teams and instantly they're like Super Bowl favorites. So, um, those are my thoughts on it. But um, did you guys think about? Do you guys agree that um? The Patriots have the tougher schedule, or do you guys think there's there's other teams that could um, make an argument for that? I think I think the Patriots has one of the toughest schedules. That's for sure. Um, based on I how the team's constructed now, right? Yeah, based on based on the the winning percentage of the teams last year. Yeah, I think and, and I so I went through the Patriots schedule and I listed the teams that I kind of like did um, a little bit of which games they're gonna win, which they're gonna lose, and it's yep. not looking good. I know. Um, <laughs> I know we, we're, we're going to do a, uh, a Patriot prediction later in the show, so I want you know to give it away. Let's, let's not even do it later. Let, let's just go right into it. You know, you at wanna first... Go, you want to go right into yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, why not? That's, that's the next thing on our agenda anyway. Um, Patriots game uh, prediction, since... Do you agree that the Patriots have the tough schedule in the, in the league? Yeah, I do. Okay, I, I just wanted to make sure I, I got your opinion on that. Um, so we're, we're going to go straight into the, the, the Patriots' actual schedule. Um, actually, I was going to go into the preseason stuff, but, you know, I'm just like, nah, those, those games don't matter. One, well, preseason might actually be important. It, it, it could it be, important be important this year. this year. It will be important this year, but for the sake of time, you know, it's just not going through them. But we do play the same the same teams um, that we play every freaking um, preseason, which which are D Detroit Lions, Carolina Panthers, Philadelphia Eagles, and New York Giants, which is always our last game for some reason, or... For as long as I can remember, for the last few years, it's been that. Yeah. So yeah, no, definitely in recent years have always had that. I mean, would you guys like to talk about the preseason? You guys, since you guys believe this is, um, I mean, I definitely I think, believe it's going to be an important preseason for us too. I think the preseason is going to be important this year because Brady's not here. Yep. And also, it's a new team. Um, we have a lot of new faces on defense. Um, the the offense is going to look different with Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham needs to get some. He needs to get some practice in to get used to his new receivers, get better. So I think in 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 term of that, I think the preseason is important. Um, but as far as like meaningful, we know we're not like it's not it's not like the preseason is going to impact what we're going to look like in the regular season. But as far as like what what is this new team, this post era New England Patriots? What does it look like? I think the preseason is 
gonna give us an idea of who's gonna rise up, who's gonna who's gonna be the next guys to step up and be be the face of the team. Okay, how about we do this, right? So we play Detroit Lions, Carolina Panthers, um, Philadelphia Eagles, and New York Giants. Okay. Yep. Um, know what we know now, right? Out of those four games. We play the preseason. What's our record at the end of preseason? Uh, I say two and two. Yeah, I think the preseason record is like it's so unminute. It's so it's not, not meaningful, meaningful at all. Right. I just wanted it's to know. Right. I just right. wanted to know, like, what do you predict, like, in the preseason? Out of those four games, how many out of those four games we win? So you say two. I'm gonna say two and two because I feel like so Belichick is gonna he's gonna put Jared Cinnamon, then he's gonna have to put Brian Holder, yep. then he's gonna have to put the two undrafted quarterbacks. It's I think he's gonna um, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. Um, I think it's gonna be hard to like win every game. I think he's gonna try to put in so many different players to see what they can do. Yep. That we probably lose most of those games. Okay. Um, Barry, what do you think is the record at the end? Um, I can see either a two and two or one and three record for the preseason. One and three. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say yeah, just because a lot there's gonna be a lot of young players and young talent that you know are inexperienced and that haven't played much in the NFL that are going to be playing and getting, uh, you know, most of the snaps uh, on offense and defense. So I just feel like it's going to, you know, take them a little bit of time to actually be able to, you know, to, to play well and, uh, and and to prove that they're, you know, worth being uh, on the team and the, on, on the Patriots. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I can see them struggling out of the gate in the, in the preseason. Okay, I'm going to go... I'm gonna say the preseason they end up three and one. Three and one. Three and one. Really? And I think they. How they, do you see that? I think they may lose to um the Philadelphia Eagles. Um okay, Detroit Lions. What about them? You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like they they're just like a, a middle of the the road team, right? And I think coaching matters a lot. And I think I'm saying three and one because our players it's a different it's a different vibe it's a different team it's a different quarterback and I feel like they're gonna play hard in the preseason too. Just to like get that chemistry up, especially not having all this practice time, um, especially not having all this training camp and stuff like that. Guys are gonna, you know, want to be on the same page and things like that. And I think Jared Stidham, because he should play most of the preseason if we're gonna start him. I think if he starts most of the preseason, then we we go three and one. That's my opinion. I think think coaching matters. I think um, uh, New York Giants has a new coach. You know who? Joe Judge. Joe Judge came from up. Okay. I think Detroit Lions, I don't trust them. I think Carolina Panthers has a new coach, new quarterback, knew a lot of Panthers stuff going on. Good okay. they're, they're looking good for this year. I, I like beat the Pats. I don't know if they're gonna even start like, you know, um McCaffrey, right? Nah, he'll play a little bit. You think he, he's, he's, he's it's the second game. You, I think, you think McCaffrey's gonna play in the second game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll play a little bit. What? A couple yeah. snaps? Remember, they'll get like five snaps. He'll be on the field, he'll get some run. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I see. That's my prediction. Three and one. I think. I think John. I, I. I don't think you're looking at the preseason the right way. I think it. When it comes to the preseason, it doesn't matter how good the team is or who, who's good or who's not good. Because mm-hmm. in the preseason, you're just trying to see. You're just trying to see which players is are playing hard that I want in my team. So Belichick is not going to care about winning. He's gonna. Stidham is gonna play a couple. Um, he's gonna play a good amount of snaps in the first game and maybe in the second game. But after that. Belichick has to give, um, he has to give um, the, the other quarterbacks a chance to play as well, and all the other players, all the other players on defense, all the players on offense. I think he's not gonna care about the the end goal of those games. That he's gonna try to get 
as many players to play as as much as possible. That's yeah. why three and one, I don't see it. I, I see, I definitely see us having a losing record in the preseason. I mean, I definitely like. I see what you're saying as far as like the preseason. Come on, nobody's going hard in the preseason. But I think for us, the preseason is definitely different, you know, and it's gonna have a little more weight to it than it usually does. Since this is basically a well, it's not really a brand new team. We have a brand new quarterback. Um, just to see, you know. We have a brand new quarterback who's going to be fired up, you know, to get to get his name out there, right? And then you have Hoyer, who's definitely going to be competing because that's what we do. And then um, I like the new kid, Jamar Smith, man. I've been doing a lot of homework on him. That kid, that kid looks good, you know. He he has a lot of the prototypical black quarterback issues that you know. Oh, he's a runner. Oh, he's not that accurate. You know the whole the things they they usually label black quarterbacks as. But looking at him, looking at his highlights. I like him. I like his ability and things like that. And there's another kid we're not even talking about. I haven't even done any research on the other right, quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, from, right. What is he Michigan from? State. Michigan State. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we got we got a few guys that are going to be trying to make the team. But I mean, we'll that, see how know, long they've been again, those guys for. preseason don't matter. So you know that was just our predictions. Um, so let's move on to the actual season. First week we get a revenge game against the Dolphins. Who's That's taking? That's a win for me. That's a win for you, Barry. For the Pats. Uh huh. They'll win that game. They win that game. Okay, quick reason why, um, Vlad. Um, I just they at home. Um, the Patriots at home. I'm gonna give them a win. Okay, Barry. Quick reason. I feel like you know, you're there's you know season opener, home opener. They'll be fired up and you know ready to play. And uh, yeah, and, and that'll be you know Jared Siddham's de- debut. So I, I feel as if that you know the, the team will definitely uh, you know play. A little bit better than Miami to win, but it'll be a close game. Okay, um, I think we win too, and I think it's because you know Bill Belichick doesn't lose to his predecessors, you know, more than once in a row. You know, what I'm saying that that usually doesn't happen, and um, I think there's definitely going to be a revenge factor there from from last year's debacle. Okay, second game, September 20th against the Seahawks. Lost. Yep, definitely a loss. Yep. Um, <laughs> if we win this, I man. It would be crazy if we won this, all right? Let's just say that right now, okay? Because you got a team that, that's coming off the playoffs last year, you know, has one of the top quarterbacks in the league, right? And they're getting healthier this year, so... Um, and they have a, a good coach, you know? So that, that's usually a, a recipe for disaster for us. Um, September 27th against the Raiders. When? When? Yeah, they'll beat the Raiders. Okay. Um, why? Um, I think the Patriots are going to be at home again. <laughs> and... Uh, the, the Raiders are a really new team. Um, they're going to have to figure out their offense. Their defense is not that good. I just think Belichick's being the coach. I think um, that gives us an advantage. Okay. Barry? Uh, yeah. I feel like the Raiders are kind of in a similar situation than us in terms of them like rebuilding and uh, still trying to find their identity and who they are as a team. And, you know, they're a lot of new, newer than us in, in terms of you know the, the roster, so I feel like right, they're still gonna be that early in the season trying to uh, figure some things out. Uh, and so I mean, as well as we are, but I still feel like particularly for West Coast teams traveling across the country to the East Coast, those games are the toughest. Uh, you know, road games, but for them, and tough for them to fly across the country, play here, and be um, the Patriots, especially with you know the time zone as well, and it being a much you know earlier game for them than what they feel like that Pats definitely have the edge in that uh, matchup okay I like that um I pick them to win too simply because um I don't trust uh Derek Carr 
Okay, that's that. That's it. That's where I'm going with that. Yeah, me All right, I, 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 I don't trust that guy. You know, um, but they they did get some weapons. Jerry Judry. Yeah, the kid from Alabama. I like that kid a lot. Yes, yes. Um, they got like three receivers. They got drafted something like that. They they moving. They loaded up. All right. Um, well, I mean, they got to keep up with the next opponent that we're going to be facing. Um, the Chiefs. Definitely a loss. That's that's a loss for me. Um, I think um Super Bowl Super Bowl winners come into Gillette. Um, when Brady when Brady was the quarterback, it was always a tough game. And now that Brady's not here. I don't think Stidham is going to be able to keep up with this Chiefs offense. Man, I would be floored if we win that game. <laughs> okay? Like, I I think that would be our Super Bowl for, for the year if we win that game. For this year, anyway. Okay? Um, next, I'm with you guys. Yeah, it, it's a loss. Okay. I, I don't think <laughs> like, we need much explanation on that game as far as why it would be a loss. I think yeah. that kind of goes without saying. Right, right. Yeah, don't kid yourself. Um, next yeah. one, October 11th, they play the Broncos. Uh, Drew Locke and his new weapons out there. Who, um, Do they play at Denver or in New England? Not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, Hold we, on. Play, we play in New England. We play in New England? Yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to give us a win. Okay, yeah, we do play in New England. So yeah, Against the Broncos, week five? Yep. Yes. Week five. Ah, uh, okay. I'm going to give us a win. Um, I just think the Broncos are also in the rebuilding stage with a new quarterback. They're traveling to New England. Um, if we were going to to the to Denver, it would have been a different question. But since they're traveling to New England, um, I think Belichick is gonna find a way to um, neutralize Drew Luck and have the Jets and win that game. Yeah, rookie quarterbacks, does, we rookie quarterbacks don't do that well against. Um, he's not a rookie. Uh, yeah, he is in a rookie. He's a second year oh, guy. <laughs> my fault. My fault. My fault. Um, but yeah, I just don't think Belichick is gonna let him. Mm. Well, this would be actually his first season being the starter since yep. Flacco was the starter last year. Yeah, um, I think that's what that's what I was coming that from. Guys, the starter. I actually like him. Drew Lock. I like yeah, Drew Lock. Yeah, no, me, me too. I think Drew Lock can play. I Did think, you guys see him rapping that Jeezy? Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, <laughs> no, oh, okay. man, he yeah. was actually rapping. I didn't. No, see no, that. he was like rapping bar for bar. I'm like that kid. He's he's invited to the barbecue. Um, <laughs> No, but I like that though. He got some well, swag. I like him. Word, word. I didn't know he had bars like that. He got some he swag was, too. He, he was he was that hip living the B money lifestyle. What do you guys have to in that game? Ah, uh, I think they'll lose that game to the Broncos. I I, I think we're losing to the Broncos. I think the Broncos are gonna be uh, better uh, this year. Uh, they got a pretty good offense. They loaded up and got some good pieces uh, offensively to put around Drew Lock. I still think their defense is pretty good and can play. Uh, for sure, and the, and they'll be a much you know better unit th- th- this year. Uh, you know, led by Von Miller, one of the best defensive players in the game, without question. So I, I think that's going to be a really tough game, and that'll be one of the games that you know Stidham will probably like struggle and have a really hard time with going against that Bronco D. I'll, I'll give the Broncos a win. On. Okay. Um, I think this is one of those games that you know you can't really tell, you can't really predict. You know what I'm saying? Um, just because we do have a new quarterback. Uh, Stidham got to look look over to the line of scrimmage and see Big Vaughn Miller over there. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the other boy on the other side, too. So they do got a really good defense. And um, it's definitely, um, I mean, we're going to be in Gillette. We don't lose too many games in Gillette. But that also that's because Brady was here. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what that's going to be like. But um, since we're going to be at home, I'm, I'm going to give them the win just because we're at home. That That's it. Um, All right. Week six is actually a bye week. So we don't play oh, yeah, anybody. That's the other interesting week. thing. Early, early bye week. Do you know the last time we had an early bye week in the first half of the, the season? You guys remember the, the season? 2014? 2015. Okay. And 
we had crazy injuries throughout the season. That was the season, I think, um, Julian Edelman broke his leg or something like that. We oh, had, really? Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of injuries, and um, that was the last time we had a bye week, like, in the first half of the, the year. So, when I seen we had a bye, bye week <laughs> in week six, that's that's another one of those moments I was like, yo, the NFL's trying to screw the Patriots. Like, <laughs> I, I swear, like, I, I'm like, I don't know. You see, I, I don't even see it that way, because I like the early bye week. I, it doesn't... It doesn't bother me the early bye week. The early bye week means, as a fan, as 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 a Patriots fan, I just um I just think get it out of the way. I want to see the Patriots play. I hate the Sunday where we have a bye week because I have to like look for some for some other game to watch. Um, it it doesn't bother me. I I always liked it when we had an early bye week. I like later bye weeks just based just because of team health. Okay, we do have veterans. And these yeah. guys, you know, when you get banged up and it's later on in the year and you can get that that break, you know, let's say like a week 10, a week week 11, that, you know, there's what, like a few more games left that like re-energizes you. You go to the bye in week six, you got 10 more weeks left, man. Okay. And that, I feel like I could be draining. Obviously, the other teams that have bye weeks, you know, early bye weeks, so they're going to have to deal with the same things. But that was one of those other things. When I seen it, I was like, the, the, the league has it out for the Patriots this year, for sure. You know that that was my thought on it. You know, um, I don't, know. Vlad, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into those con- conspiracy theories. Vlad likes the government. I don't like the government. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I think they be lying. <laughs> I think they be lying for oh, real. Oh man, but right. I, I'm with you, John, on that. That I do like the later, you know, bye weeks. I I don't like them too early. Yeah. Because then, right, if it's too early, I feel like you know, towards the end of the season, uh you don't really have that like time to you know rest and heal up and um, you know and recover from injuries is um, as you, yeah as much as you know you would if you had the later bye week and also it um it, it's yeah I can see that it's a little okay to you know get get it over with in the end of the season you know from a fan perspective but also I like it you know later in the year just because like. Kind of John said the the veterans and the older players um on the roster needed. We have you know quite a few you know veterans that have you know played oh you know a while a and have some mile, mileage on them and yep. have certainly um you know would need that you know later by by week as opposed to earlier about the young players it won't really affect them because they're young they haven't played that much they just you know it's early in their careers but uh you know guys that do play a lot of snaps and get you a lot you know on on the field will certainly be most affected by this so i wasn't too happy when i saw that they have a week six by week i always wanted at least like you know in the second half of the season like nine week ten you know i feel like that's a you know kind of more ideal sort of uh, place to have a about bye and uh, be able you know get the you know and kind of refresh and, and, and get them you know the team right uh you know for the second half of the but I mean it, it is what it is sometimes we have early bye weeks sometimes we have later as I know it changes every so we just gotta do our best uh you know to, to get through it and to you know be able to keep those guys fresh for later in the- you know another thought I had um from the the week six bye week because you know uh with us in the past, getting like a later bye week, you know, week 10, week 11, week 12, whatever it usually is. Then you get week 14, 15, 16, you can rest your starters even more. So I thought like, is this the NFL telling us that, hey, you don't think we're going to make the playoffs, so we don't need that later bye week? Nah, I disagree, John, because <laughs> <laughs> I, dis- 
disagree because in 2014, when we won the the Super Bowl, we had an early bye week, yeah. and it didn't it didn't affect us. I I don't think the bye week affect us in a way that it would make either make us make the playoff or make us miss the playoff. I, I think like, I think week six. I don't know. I'm really fine with it. I don't see any problem with it at all. I think 2014 we had a really healthy team, a really healthy big team too in, in 2014. Yeah. So I don't think the yeah, bye we week. Did. I don't think we needed the bye week as much as we we've needed it in the recent memories. Um, but but let's move on, right? So we ha- we do have the bye week, week six, and then um, we got the old boy coming home to Gillette Stadium. Uh, Jimmy G, San Sorry. Francisco, thirteen and three last year. Who wins? That's that's a loss. That's a that's another loss. Um, it, it, this game is gonna be at Gillette Stadium. Yep. We don't lose. We don't lose a lot of game at Gillette Stadium, so it should be a win. But this is gonna be a loss because our team is not as good. The 49ers offense is unbelievable. They're gonna run the ball on our defense like crazy. Um, I don't, I don't see us winning that game, even by luck. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, Vlad. <laughs> I think the 49ers will take that game. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm with Vlad on that. That I don't see the Pats upsetting and beating the 49ers, regardless of home or away. The 49ers are a Super Bowl contending team and the Patriots are far far from you know being at the level of the 49ers I think the Niners are one of the more complete teams in the league uh you know they can travel well I know like I was saying earlier that West Coast teams have a tougher time on the East Coast but I feel like the 49ers with them being able to run the football as well as they do having you know the you know best running game in the league and also having one of the better defenses those two things as we know travel well in the NFL if you're able to do those two things you can pretty much win any game and I have ever chance to beat anybody and I just feel like the 49ers will definitely be a little bit too much for the Pats on a you know for for that game even off a of bye week yeah, even coming off of bye week, I get that when you give Bill Belichick and the Patriots an extra week to prepare, usually for the most part, the Patriots have the edge in that matchup and usually win those games coming off the bye week more times than not. But I just feel like the 49ers are too superior uh, to the to the Patriots as of right now. The, you know, that I don't think they can really match up well with, you know, the talent they have on both sides of the ball. I think that, you know, our defense is probably, like I said, they're probably going to run it down our throats and be very successful doing that um, in this game. And then I also think George Kittle will give us some problems uh, as well. And, you know, Jimmy G's definitely going to do his thing. He's going to want to shot and ball out that game and prove the Patriots that, yeah, you guys should shouldn't have traded me. You should have kept me. I should the quarterback for for you guys. Now I think he's gonna have something to prove and a chip on his shoulder um, in, in that game. So I can see him playing really well. And you know we already know about their defense and how strong it is on every level. So I think Stidham's gonna have another tough game, guys. Guys, I see Jared Stidham having a really tough early part of the season. Uh, in, with, with you know the defenses and the teams that we're gonna go against, and that this will definitely be one of the games where he really struggles and you know and, and really has some rough stretches. Yeah, um, I I picked the 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 Forty Niners to beat us last year. I'm not gonna be different this year. It's like last year the way we looked. I know we won 12 games, but we didn't really look good doing it. Our defense looked great. Don't get me wrong, our defense looked great, but. On offense, it was just like, man, something's really wrong. And with the defense they had last year, that team is stacked, man. So we oh, lose. Yeah, we definitely lose. Um, next one, we got another uh, predicted contender. 
uh, and a divisional rival too. Uh, we're at Buffalo Bills. Who wins the game? Uh, the Bills win that game because we are we are at Buffalo, and Buffalo is a really hard place to play. Uh, Brady Brady had a lot of wins in Buffalo, but those games were always close games. Yeah, and Brady always found a way to come out on top, even though he does he did lose a couple games up there, but he has a good record up there. But like we said, we're gonna keep saying this probably throughout the whole season. Brady's not here. The Bills are gonna come, and they're gonna they're gonna beat the Patriots at home. Okay, Barry. So yeah, I I'd agree with Vlad that another loss for the New England Patriots. The Bills will win this game. Uh, I was actually at that game last year when we on um, the past played the Bills in Buffalo, and I will again also be at that game uh, this year as well. If, if there are fans allowed, but even if they're not, I'm still gonna you know go over there and you know link up with my people over there. I got some people. He's gonna over be outside the stadium. But <laughs> no, I'm gonna probably <laughs> do a bar or something, or maybe like watch it at the hotel with my people over there. So yeah, shout out to my Buffalo family out there. I'm definitely looking forward to being at a you know that game or being in Buffalo for that weekend. It'll definitely be a fun and awesome weekend. But yeah, now getting back to the game, I think that yeah, I think the Bills are pretty much the best team in the division, and it's there. Um, you know, they're they're pretty much gonna be you know better this year. I, I think that they're you know made some good moves and uh, you know and will improve. On you know both sides of the ball, and we already knew that defensively they were very good. They held the Patriots to only 16 points uh, and only one offensive touchdown. They only pretty much had one good drive that game. I know the other touchdown they had was on special teams, you know, with the punt block and Slater recovering it. But I certainly think that it's one of the you know the tougher places to play. That crowd is rowdy. Bills Mafia, like what you guys hear about Bills Mafia, I can confirm it's true, and then some. Like those guys are rowdy and wild and and, and crazy. Yeah, they, 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 they that's a pretty uh, loud uh, you know stadium and place for any road team to play. So I think the you know Patriots will um, unfortunately you know come up short and be on the end on that. Yeah, come uh, what is that week eight? Yes, we get so right at the halfway yeah. point of the season. Come week eight, you might catch Barry living the B money lifestyle. I will be living and... the B money lifestyle that weekend. No yeah. sense, but that's. Definitely, uh, uh, facts and g- gonna happen. That will be a B money lifestyle kind of <laughs> weekend, especially since it'll be Halloween too. So yeah, shoot. he might he might break <laughs> break a few tables out there. So watch, watch out for that. For Bills Mafia, <laughs> you know? right, right. Um, I think for me, listen. I think this year, I don't know. I look at the Patriots kind of like I do the Bills last year, right? Because I feel like we're gonna um, run the ball a lot this year, you know. And I feel like Josh Allen's a quarterback that. Had some ability to run. He wasn't the most accurate quarterback. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a hot take, and I'm I'm gonna say I don't know if he's much better than Jared Stidham. You know, that's that's my take on it. Mm. So um, wow. coming out, okay. I think Jared Stidham's way more accurate than he was coming out in college. So I just don't think he's that much different. And I think uh, the identity for the Bills last year, I think we might have that identity. A team that's tough and that's gonna run the ball uh, majority of the time, and you know, the quarterback goes in every now and then. And I think. I think I'm going to pick this as a win just because I feel like I'm going to pick, you know, for coaching, for our coaching to win some of these. I don't think it's going to, you know, I think it's going to come down to coaching in some of these, right? It's not just going to be Jared Stidham going out there doing this, that, and the third. I think, you know, football is highly is a highly strategic game. And, you know, we know who's one of the best strategists out there. And that's Bill Belichick, you know. So um, I definitely pick them to win that game. Um, but I definitely pick it to be a really close game, as it usually is. Uh, the next week. 
we face another division rival in the Jets. So before, so before the podcast, I sat down and I um, went through the schedule and I listed all the wins and the losses. And on my notebook, I have that as a loss. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to change it after just thinking about it. I'm going to change it to a win. Um, even though it's going to be at the Jets and that's the reason why I had it as a, as a loss before. But I think I'm going to change it to a win because um, it's the Jets and they, um, <laughs> I think, I, I don't trust Adam Gaze. I, I had a lot of respect for Adam Gaze when he was with, the, when he was with Denver. Um, but after going to Miami and then moving to the Jets, the way he handled the whole team last year, I feel like so he's losing the team, sort of. Um, I don't think that the Jets are going to be good. Um, I'm, I'm going to give us a, a hard, tough win on that one. Yeah, I think they'll end their losing streak on the, on this in this game, and, and they will win uh, against the Jets. You know, even though it probably will be a you know, close game because, as we know, division road games are you know pretty tough, and the toughest couldn't be the toughest games. Uh, but I think the you know Jets aren't really that good and aren't that much you know <laughs> better than us or at, at all, but better than I don't us. Think so they're better than us at all. Right, right. I, I, I don't. I think they'll you know probably the worst team in the you know division and uh, yeah, and one of the worst teams in the in the league. So I think the Patriots will certainly uh, you know find a way to win this game and uh, and pull one out in New York. Yeah. Uh, shoot. I don't trust Adam Gase. And I don't trust their quarterback either. Oh, yeah. The one who was seeing so-called ghosts. Ghost, yeah. He was seeing ghosts <laughs> last year. And Sam Darnold, man. You know, when he was coming out, I liked him as a prospect. But just seeing him play, how he carries himself. Good kid. I can't say, you know, he's a bad person or anything like that. But he just doesn't look like a winner to me. Right? So. Yeah, I'm, and I think Jared Stidham is better than him. I'll take even Jared Stidham right now over Sam Darnold. Yeah, I, don't, I think Sam Darnold hey, is, is trash. And, and, I heard um, Urban Meyer this week. And he was talking about Jared Stidham. And they asked him, um, how's, how's he think he's going to do? Um, and he said, I think that team is going to make him a good player, right? Just based on, um, listen, good quarterbacks that go into bad teams turn out to be bad quarterbacks because they're bad teams. You know, bad coaches, bad offensive coordinators, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, quarterbacks that do well usually go to good teams. You know, good stable conditions, um, good coordinators, good organizations, yeah. you know? And I think the Patriots definitely count as one of those, so... Um, I definitely don't see the New York Jets coming over here doing what they think they're going to do. Um, next on the schedule is Baltimore Ravens, and I think we all will have the same answer. <laughs> Go ahead, bud. That's a loss. Yeah. We, lost yeah. we, lost, oh, yeah. we lost to them last year. Um, I think this year is going to be tough again. I'm, I am going to give credit to Bill Belichick for figuring out guys. Um, a couple, you know, The second time he plays them, he's going to try to have a better defense in place. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um. I think I think it's gonna be a game, but I think I think the Ravens come out and win this. Yeah, I'd agree with Vlad on that uh, prediction. I think the Ravens will, you know, could come out and, and win this game. Even though I think that game is Foxborough home game for for the Pats. I think that you know Ravens are you know the better team and, and more superior on uh, pretty much all three phases of, of the game. And I think that uh, you know the. Patriots will have a really, you know, tough time this game in trying to keep up with, you know, the Ravens. So I think even the Ravens will be better yeah, especially since they were good last year. But I, I think certainly, you know, improve, um, you know, with the moves that they think, you know, the Patriots lose another home game. I know they usually don't lose these many home games, but I just 
think that they, you know, had play, playing tough opponents like the Ravens at home, unfortunately, uh, is going to, you know, not going to have as good of a home run. Okay. Yeah, they, 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 they'll, they'll lose this one. Let's try to go, let's try to do it quick though. Um, I definitely think we lose. Good quarterback, good coach, good scheme. Lamar Jackson's a beast. You know, um, running ability, escapability, everything, man. And I think it's his third year. It's going to be even better. Right, right, right. He's going to have even more vision. And I definitely agree that he might have a tougher time because we like people forget it, Jared Stidham is not the Patriots team. Like he's the quarterback. He's not the whole team. We still have a good defense. Right, and we still have good veteran players. We we're still a talented team. We just don't have Tom Brady anymore. That that's basically it. And we have a few pieces that left, you know, that we might have to figure out. But like the Patriots, don't kid yourself, they're still a good team. Um, but I just think they're too too many moving pieces to win against Baltimore. Um at Houston Texans. That's take, a loss. That's a loss? That's a loss for me because two I think in a row. I think um um, what's the name of the quarterback? Watson. 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 Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Deshaun Watson is gonna light light it up. Okay, I like I think, Deshaun Watson. I think he has done it in the past, and Brady was able to keep up. Yeah, but I don't think we're gonna be able to keep up this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, another loss, guys. I much is I hate the Houston Texans and can't stand them, and hate Bill O'Brien, and I uh, think he's doing a god awful and horrendous job as the coach and the GM of the tech Texans. Yeah, he should definitely not be the GM anymore, but that's a different discussion for a different day. I'll just go as far as to say that I think Deshaun Watson playing at home in Houston will be a little bit too much. I get they lost DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I still think he has enough around to be able you know, help them you know, beat the Pats and get the W for that. Yeah, um, this is one of those games I'm going to pick the Patriots to win just off of coaching and the fact that Houston has nobody left. I don't know who. Oh, yeah, they got um, Brandon Cook. Man. Brandon Cooks. I don't really trust Cobb. him. Um, Randall Cobb is old as hell. But <laughs> <laughs> they have injury-prone they David Johnson. They have injury-prone David Johnson. I don't, I don't fear him <laughs> at all. They're not even playing that game or last that long. Yeah. Um, and with Bill O'Brien running things, I don't know. I just... We don't think Deshaun Watson will be too much if he plays at a high level? Hey, Jared Stidham is not the Patriots. Deshaun Watson is not the Texans. <laughs> you have that, a star quarterback like that. Sometimes those guys defense. can carry, carry you and win you games. Listen, we still have a good defense. We were holding people under 17 but points. Did you a see lot what he games. did against that defense last year? Deshaun Watson he, against he us? He cooked us and lit us up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he repeats that, that um, performance again. Uh, I'm going to go with Barry, man. I think it's going to hey. be a really tough game. It's going to be a tough game. I'm not saying it's not going to be a tough game. I'm saying we're going to win the game. We're, this is a prediction thing, right? Who wins the I, game? I um I think I think you're making great points about Stenem not being D team. Um, there's a whole 52 other players on the team that are gonna be playing. I don't but, think it's gonna be in Stenem's hands to win these games. That's what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I, 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 like, I think you're making a great. Like strategically, we're gonna do a lot of things that will help us win games. You know, um, outside of um Stidham, you know. Hey, again, Stidham might not even be the, the guy that's playing in these games. So we don't we don't know. You know, it could be Brian Hoyer, right? Yeah, it could, could be. You never know, even though I don't want to see that happen. hope that doesn't happen. But, you know, it's certainly a possibility. We don't know who at that point in the season is going to be the Pats, you know, quarterback just yet. For sure. I I think, I think um, like I was saying, I, I think you're making a great point about Justin and not being the the, the the main guy on the team and the, the guy on the team and he's not the team. There's like 52 other players that are playing. 
I just think that on offense, we're going to struggle. And on offense, the Texans are going to be, you know, throwing it up and um, scoring like crazy. So I, I don't think we're going to be able to keep up. Patriots have one of the best secondaries in the league. We we did last year, and um, and Deshaun Watson lit us up. Yeah, Hopkins lit us up. Yeah, but Deshaun did his thing you too. Know, like, the I'm, Hop- I'm just saying, like the, the teams has changed, chemistry's changed with his number one receiver, who's probably going to be Brandon Cooks or the other young boy. Um, the, the Will other, Fuller. They also have Will Fuller. I love Will Fuller, but he's injury prone a lot. But um, when he's healthy, he can ball. Oh, he balls. He balls. He can ball. Um, but again, I think we have one of the best secondaries still. Our secondary hasn't changed much, right? Other than Duran Harmon that that got traded, we're still you know a pretty good secondary. And um, I don't know. I just think that's a that's a game we can win. As far as like the games that are going, we're going against like tough teams. I feel like this is one of the toughest teams we we could win against. That's my thing. No, I do give them a chance to win this game. I don't think it'll certainly be a blowout. Or you know, or the Texans will like completely dominate the game. I think you're right that th- this game is one of the road games against like a playoff team or you know a team that had a winning record last year that we could you know win you know because of coaching and uh, you know and decision m- making. Right. So, so I, I feel like definitely that will keep us in the game and uh, and give us a chance to win. Uh, but uh, just like I said. Do you like Deshaun Jackson? Will, I mean, not Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. 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 Excuse yep. no, you got me it. for that. I think he'll just be a little bit too much. I get he doesn't have, you know, as the weapons and talent he did last year. But I still think he'll, uh, you know, play at a high level and, um, you know, and, and, and be good enough to, you know, be, beat the Pats that day. But, I mean, I could be wrong. Secondary, the Pats is pretty good, especially, you know, with Gilly Lock and J.C. Jackson, who I like a lot like uh, as too. well. You know, and the McCourty twins and, and Chung, they're pretty uh, good back there. So uh, it'll, it'll be an interesting matchup to see how uh, that plays out. Uh, next, Arizona Cardinals um, at Gillette Stadium. Yeah, I think we win that. I think the Cardinals are a young team, young defense. Um, I think I think we'll be able to win that game. Okay. Fortunately, I think that's a loss. The, 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 the Cardinals' offense is going to be, you know, one of the better offenses in the league. I like, you know, with D-Hop and Fitzgerald, and they got, um, you know, Christian Kirk, who's another good young and up-and-coming receiver. They got Kenyon Drake, who's a pretty solid running back. And, you know, with Kyle Murray having those all those weapons at his disposal, I think, you know, that may be just a little bit too much for the Pats uh, to try to, you know, stop all those guys. So I think that they'll definitely, um, you know, be a tough game for sure. I think, you know, we'll be competitive and compete and keep it close. But I'll definitely give the Cardinals an edge a win on mm, I'm actually going to uh, agree with Barry, man. I think the Cardinals are, are young, like you were saying, Vlad. But I think they're supremely talented with Kyler Murray, um, you know, quarterbacking that, that squad. I think the Patriots always um, struggle with teams that are new, um, that they don't face too often, and they have new schemes too with um, Kingsbury, the, the head coach. He does some pretty elaborate stuff that I don't think we're, we've seen before and that we're going to be ready for. So I, I think um, Cardinals take this one. And plus, they got D-Hop, man. You know? Yes, sir. They just got D-Hop, um, and they, they still got the, co- the, the receiving core they had last year. So right. And they were good then too. Uh, the next game is at Los, An- Los Angeles Chargers. I hate that. It's supposed to be San Diego. It's right, right. Back. It still sounds so weird it's, it's saying so weird, the yeah. Los Angeles Chargers. Right, right. Like, it's 
supposed to be San Diego Chargers. Like that just doesn't sound right. Saying that I hate that, you know that name, yeah, and that they're in back. LA for for real facts. For we know you're not supposed to be in LA, and that that's not where where the team is. And I feel like that's part of the reason why they have no fan base. But anyway, yeah, um, it, 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 I, it still doesn't sound right to this day. Yeah, I think that's a win for us. Um, I just think I'm gonna give that up to Bill Belichick. I think Bill Belichick, we're gonna be. Even though we're going to be away from the Chargers, the Chargers doesn't, they don't have a great um, fan base out there in L.A. Um, and because of that, I think we're going to go out there and we're going to be able to win that game. Yeah, we'll probably have more fans in the stands than they do. Yeah, and that's actually true and actually the case in most uh, L.A. games and games that we do play in the you know West Coast against like the teams like, like the Chargers, the Rams, we usually do have a pretty good uh, you know fan base and uh, most of the crowd is on the uh, you know on the Patriots side. Win or lose, win or lose, the Patriots win this game against the char- Chargers. Yeah, I still think the Chargers have a pretty good offense, but I still feel confident in uh, the coaching, and I don't think the Chargers be that good. Um, you know, in terms of their overall team, uh, you know, play. I think certainly the Patriots will have a pretty good chance to win this game if they are. Uh, you know, execute it if they have to. Um, I think the Patriots win. I don't trust Anthony Lynn. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I don't trust Tyrod Taylor. Right, right. I don't trust the new quarterback they got. I like, I, I like Tyrod. I like Tyrod. I like Tyrod five years ago. It's it's it's. So he's saying he's washed. He's trash. He can't play. I'm saying like I don't have confidence in him anymore. He's been like a, he's a career backup. You know what I'm saying? Like I just don't trust that he's gonna be like he's most of a bridge quarterback. Exactly. But. Like, listen, you're gonna warm the seat for you know maybe four or five games, and then they're probably gonna throw. Well, I don't think they'll last the whole season. Wow. No way. Wow. I don't think that's their plan. Um, one, they just moved to Los, Los Angeles, right? Yeah, they just got there. Two, they lost their franchise quarterback. Three, Tyrod Taylor is not a franchise quarterback. And four, like they freaking drafted a kid top ten. Yeah, that's number six pick. So what do you? You have no choice. I don't even. I don't. The only reason why I'm not gonna sit out to I'm gonna sit out till it will start the season is because of the coronavirus. Oh, he'll start the season. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be the, the starter. Season. He'll be the starter. I'll, I'll give him that. Opinion. Go ahead. So I'm just saying that if the coronavirus wasn't happening, if we we're in a quarantine, then yeah. um, uh, Herbert was gonna have the whole preseason to get to the whole um, you know, rookie rookie um um. Mini camp, camp, training camp, right, right. Yeah, and all that. I think I don't even think Tyler Taylor would have started. I just don't. I just don't have no confidence in Tyler Taylor at all. I, well, I don't think you guys. I'm surprised you guys really don't think this listen, guy can play. I like Tyrod Taylor five years ago. Okay, I, I'm just like you know, only person that that's done anything as a backup and came back and did anything was Nick Foles, and he only played six games, and you know. <laughs> but he has the talent around him to be successful in LA with the receiving core that they have and the running backs that they have. So I think Tyrod Taylor can have some success down there. With, yeah. You know, with the weapons that he has at his disposal, he definitely has good weapons. He's set up to be successful. I don't think he'll be a buzz. He'll have to be really, really, really bad in order for him to just like absolutely. Be a bust and I'm like not saying he's terrible. Job. I'm not saying it's terrible. That's what it seems like you and Vlad is saying. No, no, no. I'm just saying I don't trust him. Um, I'm saying like he's not the guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm not saying like, that either. Guy. Of course, um, I, I know he's not a franchise guy and not gonna be the starter long term. You were that. talking about film earlier. I think we have enough film of Tyrod Taylor to figure that out. Um, and I don't know. Again, it goes back to a lot of coaching, which we have, man. You know, a lot of these games are sometimes. Sometimes these games are won by coaching, 
And I think, unfortunately, that's a fair point. like when you face a team, like coaching is very big. And I think we have the best group of coaches um, when it comes to that matchup right there. Um, so but let's move on, though. Again, we're going to play, you know, as we usually do. Man, the end of the schedule is kind of crazy. Um, we play Miami Dolphins. No, we play the Rams. No, no yeah, Rams, I, I skipped Rams. it. I skipped yeah, it. We play the Rams. We have back-to-back games in LA. Yes, yes, right, yes. Right, right, right. My bad. I skipped it. We play the Rams. What do you say, Vlad? I think we win that game. I think the Rams, I don't trust the Rams anymore. I think they made it to the Super Bowl, and I think they've been declining since. Um, and I don't think, I don't trust Jared Goff at all. They don't have Tyler Taylor anymore. I'm not sure exactly who they, I, I, I don't remember exactly who they drafted, who they draft, um, but I just I just don't see us losing to the Rams. Uh, I'll give us a win on, on, on this one. I, I think we have a successful L.A. trip and, you know, win, you know, both games uh, in, in L.A. I think the, you know, Rams aren't the same team they were a couple years ago when we played them in the Super Bowl and they're not getting better. I, I feel like I feel as, you know, if the guys that are there are kind of getting Worse, and they've also lost uh, some guys like Todd Gurley and Dante Fowler. Uh, both went to the Falcons, uh, so I think those are definitely big losses for for that team. And I think that uh, you know, yeah, even though they still are strong defensively, they have Jalen Ramsey, uh, Aaron Donald, uh, two of the better defensive players in the league. I still feel like the Patriots have a good uh, chance to win this game, and you know. Go, I mean, I like Sean McVay a lot too. Big shout out to him, one of the best uh, young coaches there. He's a he's a beast for sure, uh, and a great offensive uh, football mind. But I still think the Patriots will um, find a way to win this game. Yeah, um, actually, there's a freaking pesky bird somewhere Whoa, that, that keeps bird? chirping. So oh if if it's on the recording, we apologize. You know. Yeah, uh, right, right. I need a I need a BB gun or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but um, yeah, for real. <laughs> right, right. That would put that thing right. To I sleep. think this is um actually the one game that we're all gonna agree on. Well, actually, we agreed on the first, the first game too. Against Miami, um, right, right. But I think this is one of the games we actually agree on. I think we all have the same points. We don't trust Jared Goff. I think McVeigh. You like McVeigh? You think yes, he's a beast. I do. I, I, um, I think he's a good coach. I think McVeigh was a beast a couple of years ago. I think he's been figured out since. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Since the Super Bowl, dude. Lost it. He's not that nice. Listen, it's like you come in this league and then you put in your your little schemes or whatever, and then you kill the league, right? And then the next year, everybody's like, "Oh, we know what you're doing now." Okay, like this film. That's why we watch film, and you gotta you gotta always be changing. And Jared Goff at the helm, he's not. I like Jared Goff, but he's not the the greatest. So um, I don't trust him. I don't like their new logo at all. You know, yeah, I think it, their logo is trash. It looks like it looks like a penis. Oh um, <laughs> God, I was it gonna go that far, but for real, I was just gonna say, damn, that's that's crazy. Dude, I, I, I didn't really see it like that. Ask Eric wow. Dickerson; he'll tell you the same thing. Oh, they look like a penis. What? Really? He like, said the same. He thing. said the same what? thing. It, no, like you should go I, and look at the logo. No, I, I will take another look at it. Yeah, like, it's not. I, that's crazy. It's not the one that's on the screen right now. It's it's like a, a different type of logo. Um, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, but I you think know, but their logo's ugly, anyways. Right, right. It's it's hideous. Oh. Yeah. Uh, after that, we play Miami at Miami. Win, lose. That's a loss. I think um, we never play well at Miami. Um, whenever we go down there, just I don't know. I don't know what it is. The sun is too hot, and we just can't play well. Um, I think I think Tua is gonna be. I think Tua might be starting that game. He should and, be. 
You don't think Fitzpatrick will still be there? No, no, this is at the end of the season. He, I mean, I think two will take over by then. still maybe be able to have a good enough record to keep Fitzpatrick on there. I don't know, man. Fitzpatrick, he he does well for a few games, and then he goes yeah, back to back status again, he's, he's man. He's streaky. He's, he's streaky, streaky right, and then right, boom. Right. Back. I mean, my back, prediction is... Go ahead. My prediction is that Tua will be starting by that point, and I think... I, I think I think we just don't do well down there in South Beach, and I think we're gonna lose. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think we're gonna end up losing this game. Uh, Miami's just one of those places where pads just like always seem to you know struggle and and not be able to to get a win. Like I don't know what it is with the Miami. I don't know maybe the guys live the be money lifestyle too much down there in South Beach, Miami. I know it's a great uh, place, you know, to do. That and you know it's a lot of fun, uh, but and, and also the heat that is a factor, particularly late in the season, because you know we're used to playing colder weather games late in the season. So I feel like when we usually do have those uh, games where we have to go to a warmer climate later in the season, we, you know, like in Miami, perfect example, we don't typically do as well. So I think that will certainly a factor. Uh, and yeah, I think certainly I don't think we'll lose. I don't think we'll win both games against Miami in the division. I think Miami the second game you know, on their home field. So I'm going with the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going against both of you guys. I think we win. We so we sweeping Miami next year? Yeah, I think we sweep Miami. Really? Yeah. Ah. Um, and I say that because yeah, we have lost in Miami. We don't do we don't play well in Miami for some reason, and I think that's only since we've had Tom Brady playing, right? And I think. Maybe something was in Tom Brady's head because he played garbage a lot of the times we went down to Miami for some reason, right? And I think some some players, you know, some some of that stuff is in your head, man. You know, you're like, we don't... He'll tell you himself. We don't usually play well down there. I can't tell you what it is. And then he goes down there and it's he a stinker. Up the joint. It's a stinker. Right, right. You know, right. What's so, the bet exactly? Um, I think, you know, with the whole aura change, I don't know. I don't I don't know if Miami is going to have that mystique over us anymore. Um, at least that's my hope. Um, I feel like that was the team, though, as a whole, didn't play well, not just him. I felt like I don't the know, team d- d- doesn't really do well and uh, is, uh, doesn't have a track record for having much success in Miami. You know, you know, regardless of whether Tom Brady's the quarterback or not, they're, they're just never Miami's just one of those places, just like Denver, where it's like a house of horror for them. They just seem to not be able to figure out how to get a win there. Yeah, it's a new era, and I'm picking us to, okay. to, to take the season. All right. Um, and then we, we go back to, uh, well, they actually come to us, the Buffalo Bills. Win, lose. I think, I think we win that game. I think um, it's the, these are the last two games of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and talk about the last two games of the season because we play the Bills and then we play the Jets. Yep. We, play both, we play both of them at home. And I think Bill Belichick is going um, Belichick is going to get the team focused on those two games and he's going to make sure they win both games at home. Um, I think the Bills are going to be a really tough matchup for the Patriots. Um, and the Jets are not, I don't think the Jets are going to be that tough of a matchup. But I think the Bills, the Belichick is going to make sure the team is prepared to win against the Bills. And then week 17, last game of the season against the Jets, Belichick is going to make sure the team wins that game as well. So two wins for me for the last two games of the season. Okay. Barry? Oh. Two games. Two games. Two, two games. Yeah, yeah, the Jets. Well, well, let's, let's finish the let's season, finish guys. Right, right. So. I think that week 16 game is going to be a big game. One of the biggest games of the season could, you know, possibly determine you know, who, you know, makes the playoffs and who wins the division and who gets that, you know, home playoff game in the first round. Wait, is it, do we start that playoff format this year? Or? Yes, we do. 
With the extra teams in? Yes, so there's going to be seven teams in each conference, only one bye for each conference, and an extra wildcard team. Wow. So instead of two wildcard games, there'll be three wildcard games. So I think this this will be one of the bigger games of the season for the Pats. Uh, I'll give them the edge on, on this one. I think that they will win the second matchup against the Bills, uh, you know, at home in Gillette. Uh, this will be another really tough game uh, and one that they're really going to have to grind out and win you, since, uh, you know, the Bills are a tough opponent. And, uh, you know, like I said, think certainly the, you know, better, uh, best team in the division and, and the driver's seat too win the division, but I think certainly the Patriots have a chance to, in Week 16, beat them uh, in, in, in that matchup. So I'll, I'll go with the Pats on that one. And then in Week 17, the Jets, I mean, like we said earlier, the Jets are straight trash, garbage, hot garbage. And the, that that team's a joke from the coaching to the you know players that they have on offense, defense, and, you know, with Sam Donald being their quarterback, I just can't take that team seriously, and I don't, don't see them beating the Patriots and, and, and the Patriots ending the season with the loss of the Jets. That way, that's not going to happen at all. So, the Patriots will definitely win that game and finish the season strong and win the last two games of the goal, uh, you know, and kind of build that confidence. I think Stidham will, if he's still the starter in these two games, I think you'll really start to see him play well and play with much more confidence and poise uh, you know, as we get later in the season. Uh, and particularly with you know the teams that they've already played, I think he'll feel much more comfortable this game. Okay. Uh, I think for the Bills game, I, I think we lose that game just because I picked us to win the first game. And I think that's because the Bills, the Bills are a good team, man. You know, oh, yeah. They're one of the best teams in the league right now. If you, right, if, you, right. if you really think about it, they have a really good roster, and I don't think they lose to us two times this season. So I'm picking them to win just based off of that. And I really like their coach. I really like the way they're doing things, their schemes. Um, I even like the quarterback a little bit. I think he's real athletic. Um, he has some ability. Uh, and imagine if he actually works on his accuracy and you know his poise and placing the ball at the right space. We could be in trouble. Um, so that for that reason, I picked the Bills uh, for Week 16, and then. 17, I just can't see the, the Jets beating us, like, no matter how hard they try or how hard we try to lose to them. I, I don't know. I don't trust Adam Gase, once again. Um, I think what he's doing with Le'Veon Bell is, like, criminal. It's like, bro, that's your bell cow, man. You know, exactly. give him some freaking confidence, all right? Like, if you're going to answer questions about this guy, act like you're with him. Act like he's on your team. Don't be right. like, well, ask the general manager. Like, what the hell no, are you talking go, about? Go ask Le'Veon Bell. You know what I'm saying? Go ask right, him, like, right, what right. are you doing? You know, like, that's not how you build a team. You know, if this was Bill Belichick, he didn't want to talk about something. He'll say, you know, I don't want to focus on one player. Let's talk, you know, about other players. Right, exactly. you know what I'm right, right. So give that answer, right, right. Yeah, I just don't trust him. Um, and Vlad, I seen that you were taking notes. Does that mean you were taking notes as as what our records would be? Yeah. So as of right now, Barry has the picture of that seven and nine. Yeah, seven and nine. I didn't see that. My prediction was actually six. And ten, but I, I think six and ten, seven and nine is right where I think they'll be the, the, this year. So they'll be just right on the borderline of you know making the playoffs and getting one of the last wild card spots. But I think they'll just barely be on the outside. You think they'll be in the wild south. card with six wins or seven? No, 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 no. no. That they, they, they'll be like a game or two behind. Now. Oh, so wow. they'll miss, okay. they'll so miss the playoffs. They're make that. Okay. Right, 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 right. right. They, they, they'll be on the outside looking okay. in. Right, right. That's what I'm. How I see it. 
John, you had you have them at ten and six. Perfect. And I have them wow. at nine and seven. You wow. have them at nine and seven. I have them at nine and seven. I, I'm I'm right between nine and seven and ten and six, man. To be honest with you, I don't think. Yeah, I think, well, I that, don't that, think that, that's really, really listen high and, 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 and bold. You really think the Pats are gonna be Bro, that? There's no good way this year. They're Bill winning Belichick. ten games, nine games this year. Listen, there's wow. no way Bill Belichick is gonna let this team go under 500. All right, I don't think that happened. Uh, a lot of people think we're gonna tank for two. Uh, I mean, for um, Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think they'll tank, um, but I don't think they'll be that good. I think winning nine, ten listen, games, I don't see that happening this, I think this year. Well, I, I don't well, think that's. That that's you know not that that's gonna be with the t- tough schedule we have this year. I, I highly doubt that the Patriots will win up to nine games. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they do win. You know nine ten games, but I just really don't see that ha- happening. I, it it would be I'd be appalled if that Very. that that, that it, it would be blow my mind if they. Are that successful and win that many games this season? Would you say that? Yeah. Well, we we just went through all the games and we picked who we're gonna who's gonna win and who's gonna lose. And based on those records, that's what we got. So no, I, I, think, I get it. I understand that. I don't know. I man. think it, I think it's uh, um now it's it's up to it's up to the season when the season starts. We'll see if that comes to fruition. But I think based on what we talk about and based on what we based on the the records that we put together. Um, Obviously, you have the Patriots not making the playoff. Right. John has them. John has them possibly making the playoff at ten and six, and at nine and seven, we might get a we might get a, a wild card game. Yeah, no, I definitely listen. I think a lot of a lot of what's going on with the with the Pats Nation is what every other team in the league experiences on a year in year out basis. Okay, so like we had Tom Brady, and basically as soon as our schedule came out, you could go through our schedule and say, "Hey, we're gonna beat the Jets, the Bills. We're gonna beat them. You know, sweep them." Nobody says anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with Tom Brady leaving, the fan base has like this uncertainty, right? Um, and I think it's like we're we're kind of like vulnerable now, right? We're not seen as like the, the invincible people. So like a lot of a lot of fans, you know, they're down, you know, on what's gonna happen for the season. Um, but again, I think we still have a good team. We still have a really good defense, uh, regardless of who left. Who who left? Um, I think we still got a good scheme, good coaches. You know, I think the only unknown right now is the quarterback. And we've seen what Bill Belichick has done with people like Matt Castle. And, you know, Matt Castle, was he undrafted? Whatever, wherever he came from? I think he, he was undrafted, right? He might have been. He, he was undrafted, came out and won 11 games. I'm not saying we're going to repeat that. What I'm saying is there's evidence there that Bill Belichick can scheme enough to, like, win games in the NFL. You know? Even on offense, because I don't think the offense is very good. I mean, Actually, we don't, I don't have like have a much. trash offense, and I think I, I, I don't think it's that good. I wouldn't say it's trash, but I don't. Th- I think they'll struggle to score points and and then to you know actually generate offense. I go back to what Bill Belichick usually says. Last year was last year. It's a new year, right? Okay. Um, our receivers, uh, Nikhil Harry. He's been he's been going hard this this off season. Um, Hopefully, he has a better Jacoby, year. He's working with some of the top guys in the league as far as like um, positional um, adaptability goes. You know, as far as him like working on footwork and things like that. I think those guys are going to come back and and be better players as receivers. Um, and I think you know if you watch the preseason last year again, not to put too much on the preseason. Jared Siddham, assuming he's going to be the quarterback uh, of the team, he had pretty good chemistry with those guys. So um, I don't know. I I just believe that we're we're going to be okay. All right. Um, but for the sake of time, let's just move on. Right now that we got through the schedule, 
Uh, I think the big question this year um, for the NFL, the league itself, is Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick. Who has the most pressure on him this year? I think Bill Belichick has the most pressure. I think Tom Brady's um, legacy has been sealed. He, he He's won six Super Bowl and he's 43. Mm-hmm. Even if he goes down to Tampa and suck, I think people are going to say that Tom Brady went to Tampa at 43 years old. He was past his prime, and that's why he sucked. Bill okay. Belichick, on the other hand, has never had a good season without Tom Brady besides 2008 when he when um when he when he went 11 and five um in Cleveland he had one good season um before Brady um he had losing records and without Brady he needs to he needs to show what what has he learned over the last 20 years that he can win without Tom Brady so I think I think for this coming year and for the next coming years. I think Tom Brady, if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, unbelievable. But if he doesn't win, it's like, okay, what did, what did you expect? The guy was 43 years old. Bill Belichick, on the other hand, if he doesn't win without Tom Brady, I think they're going to be like, yeah, Tom Brady was everything for Bill Belichick. Yeah, I certainly think Belichick has the most pressure on him of those two guys. Uh, I think, really, in a sense, Tom Brady's playing with house money in Tampa Bay. Uh just because, yeah, they do have high expectations over there, but even if, like, he doesn't do as well, and I think that would take a lot for him not to do as well there since they've surrounded him with a pretty good amount of talent and playmakers. I, you know, still think, you're right, like, his legacy and his career is pretty much, you know, established, and he doesn't have anything else to prove. Like, he's done, you know, more than any player in this league could ever imagine them ever doing in their careers uh, playing in the NFL. So I think that um, he's certainly uh, already, you know, done everything, you know, you could possibly want to do and uh, as a, a player and as already, you know, going to be on the go regardless of what he does in Tampa. Um, meanwhile, with Bill Belichick, uh, yeah, he hasn't coached many games without Tom Brady, but we really don't know exactly, you know, how good he can be without Tom Brady. Yeah, he had that one season where he went 11-5 with, you know, Matt Castle and barely in the playoffs uh, that year. I don't know how he didn't make the playoffs in five. Um, yeah, but, but they still had a successful season. So, uh, but now we have to figure out if that success with, you know, can he still do the same thing with Tom Brady or without Tom Brady this season? I think we'll definitely be able to tell whether he um, is, you know, inept to, you know, to do that and have that um, success without having TB12 as his quarterback. So I think definitely Belichick has a lot more to prove and uh, and a lot more pressure going on him in the season. Uh, for me, I think the pressure is the same on both sides. Right? Wow, really? Yeah. Uh, you Vlad think Tom said, has pressure? Yeah. I think Vlad said that uh, Tom Brady, he doesn't have anything else to prove. What the hell does Bill Belichick have to prove? The guy has eight rings. But you know most of those were, were Listen, Tom as okay. his quarterback. Yeah. Tom, Tom was his quarterback. He hasn't shown that he can win right. without Tom Brady. Bill Walsh has the most championships with Joe Montana. Like, nobody says anything about that. You know, Jimmy Johnson, Troy Aikman, nobody says anything. Yeah, you know, but, um, but, Listen, yeah, I, I just think that that's unfair, you know, for Bill Belichick to... You know, to be the one that has, like, the most pressure on him because he hasn't won without Tom Brady. Tom Brady hasn't won without Bill Belichick. You know what I'm saying? Like, people forget, like, you haven't won anything without Bill Belichick. So, how is it the pressure is going to be less on you now, right? So, like, now you got to go down there and prove it. You you made the choice to leave. 
No, I think you. Bill wanted him to leave. And Bill, no, pretty Bill, much the writing was on the wall that Bill didn't want Tom here and Bill was trying to push him out of in New England and didn't want to work with a 43-year-old quarterback I think on his if, roster. So, I think if Tom Brady wanted to stay here, Bill, he would have been here. Like, like um, Robert Kraft was saying. Like, I don't think there's anything Bill Belichick could have did, you know, for him to convince... Um, Robert Kraft, like, I'm just going to get rid of him even though he wants to be here. I, yeah, I don't that, think Belichick wanted him here at, at, anymore still. I get what you're saying. I don't think but, he wanted him yeah. here a while ago with Jimmy. You know, that's why he gave up Jimmy for, for a second round pick, you know, because he was pissed off. Like, you're really going to make me, you know, give up the, the future of the franchise, you know, for a couple of years? I think that's where he was. He was pissed off and, and gave up Jimmy for, for a second round pick. Um, Bill Belichick has eight rings, man. And like you were saying, he had a good season in Cleveland, right? He had one good season, right? Is that one what you said? Okay. How many other coaches? He had a do you good know? season in Cleveland. I thought he was terrible in Cleveland. He had one good season. He, I went, he went to the playoffs once in, in Cleveland. Okay. How, how many? How many team? How many coaches in, in Cleveland has gone to the playoffs? That's had a good season in, in Cleveland. Not any, as not, far as not, I can remember. As far as I can remember, not, not any. So, like, how is it? You know, we're just like we keep going back to remember. He he didn't do nothing in Cleveland. Nobody does anything in Cleveland. That's you know, they true. had one of the no. best offenses last year. They don't, they don't do shit. Right, You right. know, so... That's because um, their coach sucks. But the the location know. sucks. The organization sucks. You know, the leadership sucks. And I think, you know, you can only be so good as a coach, right? And, come on, Tom I, Brady was... I just, go ahead. So, I just agree with you, John, because the, the reason why I think Belichick has more to prove is not because, obviously, Belichick has won eight championships, and I think his, his legacy is, like, an unbelievable legacy. It's He's going to go down as one of the best coaches to ever coach. But I think as when people talk about Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, I think when that conversation is happening, people always say, who's, who's, who's been winning those, those Super Bowls? And I think if Belichick doesn't win over the next couple of years, I think people are going to say it was all Tom Brady. What On if, the other hand, if Tom Brady doesn't win, people are just going to say he's too old. That's, that's what they're going to say. They're not going to say, they're not going to say it's... It's because he doesn't have to, uh, Bill Belichick. They're going to say he's too old. I think they're going to say both. That he's too old and he doesn't have the decision-making of Bill Belichick behind him. You know? Because like, like he said, hey, if he wouldn't be as good without me, and I don't think he's going to be as, you know, he wouldn't be as good without me as I would be without him. That's what he said. You know? Um, I just don't think, like, in my mind, I don't put more pressure on Bill Belichick because, like, the guy, he's accomplished. He's probably the smartest coach in the league. Um, and he's going to make good decisions. You can you can give him the decisions to make, and he's going to do the best decisions for the, for the team at all times. So um, I think if Tom Brady goes where he's at with all loaded weapons, okay, a loaded offense, and doesn't do anything, that's going to be big. Like, now, was Bill Belichick right? Did he was he right to like you know start the the plan to bring in somebody else to, to replace Tom Brady? Or if Tom Brady wins, I don't know, fourteen games this year, then you know. And that that's really something. I don't I don't see that. But um I wanna say one last thing about this and you guys can say your points and we can move on. Yeah. The last thing I wanna say is I went to the I went to the Bucks um schedule for this year. Mm-hmm. I had them at thirteen and three. They're compared to Wow. So compared to Bill Belichick at nine and seven. I think I think Belichick is gonna have a lot to prove over the next, over the next couple of years. You think Bill Belichick is what? It's gonna have a lot to prove over the next couple of years. I, I don't know. I think both of them have a lot to prove. Um, you know, Brady said that stuff to himself. He ha- I have a lot to prove to myself, you know. So let's see if they can win without each other. But as far as uh, pressure goes, I feel like it should be it should be equal because they're both not playing with each other. They're playing without each other for the first time. So I don't know. 
I don't know. Um, that that's just my take on it. Um, but with, with that said, who will have the better season based on their schedule? I think we can all agree that the Bucks will have the better season, right? Yeah, I already chimed in on that. I don't know if you want to chime in on that, Barry. Uh, yeah, I think certainly the Bucks will be, you know, definitely record-wise, uh, much better than the, the Patriots. As I predicted, I think the Patriots are going to be, you know, close to 500 team or possibly a little bit under 500. I think the Bucks will probably win, uh, you know, 11, 12 games. Uh, you know, they'll be right there with the Saints for the division and possibly be able to, you know, win a division and be one of the top seeds in the NFC and, and be a Super Bowl contender. I think the Patriots are far from that uh, and aren't at that level just quite yet. So I think definitely the Bucks. not only do they have a good offense, but I think their defense is still pretty good as well. And they've, uh, you know, certainly added a couple of pieces like a Dominican school um, that they added. They also added someone else, another free agent. So I think uh, the defense is young, but they're improving and getting better. And with that being said, I think that, you know, the team is going to be a lot more successful than the Patriots. The Patriots are, uh, you know, we're going to be going through some growing pain, uh, you know, the season with schedule that they have and uh you know and also you know the new players that are gonna uh playing and playing bigger roles that haven't you know uh had that kind of experience just quite yet so i think the, you know bucks will be um far more successful in patriots this upcoming season. well yeah they set up tom brady pretty well down there you know, yeah with those, they've with, done everything with those, those dome games so um you <laughs> in know, the warmer weather right games as well so tom brady's definitely gonna be uh he's gonna have happy and, and, and enjoying uh playing in warm weather and dome games and not have to worry about the cold weather up here in new england so i'm yeah. sure that's partially why he wanted to go over there to tampa and play in that division yeah speaking of setups right um <laughs> earl thomas's wife set him up this week did you guys know oh. about that <laughs> Oh yeah, well, I, I sure heard about Black, that. Vlad, you hear about that? Yeah, I definitely heard about that. I I don't really get. I don't really want to get into what happened with him and his wife. I think when I saw the story, I honestly didn't even click on it. I just, I just, um, I saw it and I saw what happened. But I don't know. That's his private life with his wife. Um, I don't have an opinion on him cheating. That's. I mean, I'm not a cheater, but I don't. Smash I'm not gonna get. <laughs> Super Smash say? Bros. <laughs> um, I can't hear you. What'd you say? I said the Smash Bros. Yeah, I, I just don't have an opinion on that. Though. I don't really care about that. The only part <laughs> that I cared about was when they talk, when they started talking about the Ravens possibly releasing him. Uh-huh. And I thought that was interesting, and I read up on that a little bit. And apparently last year he was freelancing a lot on defense. Yeah, I read that. And he wasn't, um, he wasn't on the same page with his other teammates. And um, sometimes he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready to play. Um, and I think the Ravens had an issue with him. And I think the, the Ravens was gonna use that incident to release him. Um, but I think they, they they have decided they're going to release him. So they will keep him. Um, so I think we'll see. He had a good season last year. He was a pro bowler. He just wasn't exactly what the Ravens wanted him to be. So we'll see. Now that they kept him on 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 the roster, we'll see if he has a better year year this year. Yeah. No. That that whole thing was funny. Um, and as you guys know, we're on social media, on Instagram, profans underscore sports. Follow us, all right? Subscribe to YouTube. Um, when I when I when the f- the story first hit, I read into it, but I decided not to repost it because I felt like we're not we're not a gossip podcast. Like 
listen, shit happens, especially with these, these NFL players. I definitely thought it was a big story because, like, dude, there's a gun involved and stuff like that. Right. Um, but other than that, I'm not TMZ. I don't need to get into, like, his wife and what he was yeah. doing with his brother and all that stuff. That's, you know, those guys are rich, and I'm sure a lot of that crap goes on um, with all with a lot of those guys. So, you know, I don't think that's my place to be commenting. But, you know, that's definitely something that if that happened on the Patriots, he probably gets released or something, right? Yeah. Definitely, I, like, he, he'd be gone. No matter in a who you are, you know? And, you know, Bill has no tolerance for for, for that, and wouldn't I don't with know. that. So, now nah, I, I don't think he. I just think with the, the climate of things, like the the Me Too stuff, um, you know, with the old Aaron Hernandez stuff that happened with us, I think we've just been like we're we're avoiding all this this crazy stuff. I don't know because we Mike, Michael Floyd, Michael Floyd, the wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals, a couple of years ago. They found him pretty much drunk on yeah, the, the street. Yeah, the I've seen that. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah, I've seen that. Yep. He didn't know where he was. And yeah. the pictures picked him up the next week. So I don't know. I, I think I think because he didn't get charged, he didn't commit a crime, a crime himself. I think the pictures probably would have looked the other way. Um, you know, I, I don't totally disagree because you know they did catch a lot of coke at Patrick Chung's house last year, and nobody says anything about that. So, um, like, and then they ended up getting dismissed. That <laughs> it, case, it ended right? up getting dismissed because, like, they went into his house without warrants and stuff like that. So, um, you know, so whatever they found, they can't really for anything. So it had to be dismissed. But I don't know. I could see it either way. I could see Bill Belichick being like, "No, nah, you're gone." Um, but in the other hand, Earl Thomas is a pretty yeah, good safety. player. He's, I think, the best safety in the league in the NFL. One of, them. One of the best safeties in the league for sure. Uh, I, 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 I think he. he He's well, definitely in the league, say, but I'd probably give him that. Like I like D Mac Devin McCordy a lot. That's my guy. Like I'm a big fan of his. He's a really good safety at what he does. But I think Earl Thomas is probably like the most complete safety and can do like everything. Like this guy has like no weakness and, and well, his only weakness I think is you know his injuries. You know freelancing and you know injuries and not being able to you know stay healthy. But I mean when he's healthy, I don't think there's a safety that's better than him and that better at what he does in the league. Right. In, I don't want to um, keep talking on it, keep harping on it. You know for for the sake of time. But right, right. I just know, wanted to Earl say Thomas. That I think you're you're on a short leash. So I, I get what you're saying, Barry. Uh, I think he's definitely on a short leash, and he should just. He's getting older too, so you're not you're not a spring chicken no more. So cut cut the stuff out, man. You right, can't right. choose now that you know your career's on at the you know the latter part of, of his career to, to be acting up like that. You know, facts. Um, it was I, definitely. If if you had told me that story and told me to pick a play that would happen to, I, I would never pick Earl Thomas. You know. Yeah, um, me, me, me either. I didn't even know he was like that too. Yeah, he seemed like a pretty like chill and you know responsible, mature kind of person, and would conduct himself that way off the field and not really get into any trouble or get himself into any situations like that. So I was pretty uh, stunned and uh, very surprised when, you know, I heard about the news and, you know, what happened with, you know, him and family and his wife. But I think that it'll definitely be probably get, you know, dismissed or something like that. And it was probably just a misunderstanding. So, yeah, we'll see how he does when he get back. I don't think it'll really affect him play on the field and still, you know, continue to play at a high level um, in safety. All right, yeah, he, he's rich. You know, he don't have nothing to worry about. Good luck to Earl. All right, um, that that was a crazy way to, to 
end of the NFL season, right? I mean, not the NFL season, the, the week in NFL this week. Yeah, with absolutely. Whole, with that whole stuff going on. Right. But I think that that's going to be it for us as far as like the NFL goes this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to move into the NBA, so there's not much going on other than the last dance right now. You guys saw you guys saw last week's episodes? Yes. Real quick, anything you guys wanted to highlight? Yeah, I saw episode five and six. Um, um, nothing, nothing that I wanted to highlight myself. I just think, like everybody else, we saw that um, Isaiah Thomas didn't didn't get into the dream team, and I think um, I didn't know about that whole friction between him and Jordan, and how um, how a lot of the guys on the team just didn't like him. Like Magic didn't like him. Basically, everybody on the the guys just didn't like him. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, it is what it is. No, I, absolutely. I definitely thought that was pretty interesting uh, as far as what caused that friction between not only MJ and Isaiah, but pretty much the rest of the Dream Team. Like, all those guys, um, you know, didn't want anything to do with Isaiah Thomas and to play with him on the team. So I thought, yeah, that was pretty you know, fascinating that, you know, they all... Um, you know, had that kind of hatred and despised them to that extent. Uh, I thought another cool thing about that episode, um, one of the episodes, I think it was in episode six, they talk about the relationship that Kobe and MJ had and how, like, big brother, little brother relationship and how much, like, Kobe looked up to MJ, how, like, he would always ask him for advice and how he always wanted to be like MJ and pretty much modeled his game and career after uh, MJ, so I thought that was a really um, pretty, you know, bittersweet and pretty uh, thing um, that I got away from that episode. I certainly enjoyed, you know, watching those two guys go at it and watching Kobe give the, you know, respect to MJ and, and you know, and, and think of him in that light. Yeah, only thing I, I mean, documentary is great. You know, like I've been saying every week since we've been talking about it, um, I'm learning a lot. Uh, one of the biggest things for me was. <laughs> I was dying about this because I think this was a big deal all week. Michael Jordan did not did not allow Horace Grant to eat after bad games, and I'm like, oh yeah, all right, listen, <laughs> wow, <laughs> damn, you know, I I damn. know things were pretty serious back in the day as far as like the sporting world goes and how serious guys were about you know winning and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you're not gonna stop me from eating that. Right, that's crazy. No, how can not. you not or oh, stop another grown man no. from eating? I don't care. Like, I, like I don't get and understand that like i get you know michael jordan's a competitor at the highest level and uh like you know can stand losing and wants to win every single time he steps on the court but still like that's a way extreme and way too harsh and going overboard yeah like i don't get why you not want your teammate to eat even after having a bad game like everybody has bad games no one's gonna play well every single game michael jordan had bad games so to for that to happen and for him to not let Horace be after bad game is just absolutely asinine. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. That was wild. Yeah, it, it was. It was. I was appalled by that as well. That, that was unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, man, the, the documentary is great. Uh, another episode coming out tonight. Uh, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, yes, sir. Just making sure. Episode seven and eight. Right, seven and right. Eight. Is that the last one? Or is that? Uh, no, the next week is okay. the last one because it's okay. ten episodes, so this is the second to last. Yeah. Other than that, another NBA news. Uh, Giannis, Giannis, the Greek freak, man. Let's just say the Greek freak. Giannis, Giannis. Yes, yes. Some people say Giannis. Some people say Giannis. Right, right. Giannis, the Greek freak. Okay. Right, right. Keep it simple. This dude got hacked this week. All right, and um, what he got hacked? Somebody wrote, "Hey, everybody, I'm back, and would like to address it." Is is that um what he said? Is that his statement? Yeah, that's his apology. That's I think his he apology. Got yeah, so he, this dude got hacked over the week, 
And somebody was basically messing with him, talking bad about his teammates, saying that he was going to go into, uh, he was going to sign with um, Golden State. You know, that would, that would mess up. Yeah, um, and, you know, they talked trash about about his teammates. Like, it was him writing, you know, and he had to come out and say that he got hacked and his girlfriend had to come out and be like, yo, he got hacked. You know what I'm saying? So it's not him writing all this ridiculous stuff. So um, I thought that was crazy. He came out with a, with an apology after. He said, hey, everybody, I'm back and would like to address the social media incident from earlier today. I was hacked and the situation currently being investigated. The tweets and posts were extremely inappropriate and I am so disappointed and disgusted that somebody would say the terrible things that were said. I feel terrible that the Bucks, Chris, Lebr- Chris, LeBron, and the Curry family were included in the malicious and untrue tweets. I feel especially terrible for the Bryant family during their time of grief. They should not be subjected to this, this type of negativity and foul behavior. Thank you all for always supporting my family and I, and please stay safe. You know, so, um, I mean, when I seen this stuff going on, I, I didn't think it was Giannis anyway. I'm, that's not his character. You know, he's... You know, if that was Kevin Durant, I'd be like, uh, there might be something there. Yeah, but, it's true. <laughs> I'm sure you would think a whole lot differently, right, if it was KD as opposed to Giannis, since KD has a track record and, you know, previous history of doing this kind of stuff with all those burner accounts. He yeah, had. yeah, he still has a bunch of them. Um, right, right. So, you know, that that was crazy. Well, it wasn't too crazy, but that was interesting. It's an interesting thing that happened over the week. Um, well, also, yeah, when I read over the, when I read over the tweets, I was like, yeah, that's definitely not Giannis. Yep. It's not... It's not his character, but I felt really bad for the Bryant family. You yeah. know what I mean? They, yeah, absolutely. They're going through whatever they're going through, and for for people to be talking about them like that and using such foul language, I thought it was terrible. Uh, but obviously, we all knew it wasn't Giannis. Um, right. So right. I think was, the statement he put out was great, and yeah. I think it's over. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no, than, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah, facts. Uh, other than that, and the NBA will not make a decision on a comeback until June. Uh, so I think that's that's a good thing, you know. Just just wait on it. Don't don't rush into stuff, you know. Uh, I think they're different than the NFL because they start over in September, so they can say what they say for now. Um, states are reopening back up, but um, I think that's that's good for the NBA. Uh, other than NBA news: Nuggets, Cavs, Trailblazers have opened their training facilities, which is pretty cool. So um, does that mean a couple players at a time or the whole team? I I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what their um what what their new um setup is i actually don't know anything about it at all okay okay i just knew um, that they i just knew that they opened their facilities so i'm sure they i'm sure they're having the players maybe a couple players coming yeah i think that was the their initial plan for like every every team you know when they open they're not going to have too many people in the buildings and stuff like that right. um but those places are usually huge so they definitely will have a lot of people in those buildings regardless of a player being in there or not because they got to operate yeah, um, I think only like a few players can be in there at a, at a time, uh, some something like that. Like, there obviously is a limit to you know the amount of people that can be in the gym at at once, and obviously you know you have to do that since I keep all that. And uh, you know I'm sure with each player there also like, someone rebounded for them too, but still trying to limit and minimize the amount of people that are in the facility, you know, with players. A couple coaches, a couple players, it should be good. I don't think any coaches can come in as far as, I, I know, it's probably like the um, team staff that would, you know, be able to work with the guys. We'll see. Um, other news, NBA will open without fans in 2020 and maybe in 2021. That remains to be seen, so we'll just keep monitor- monitoring that and, you know, keep you guys updated as best as we can. Uh, and that uh, that's it for um, the NBA uh, for soccer, um, I know Vlad, you, you you've done the research on that. You want to let us know what's up with that? Yeah, um, a couple of soccer leagues. Some of the big soccer leagues are starting to come back. 
the Bundesliga in Germany, they're coming back this Friday. Vlad. This Friday, they're going to start playing. Vlad, so that's going to be... How do you know Vlad. about all these freaking leagues, man? Yeah, dude. Like, there's so many For leagues. Crazy. How do you keep up, bro? Right, right. I don't know. <laughs> 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 soccer, man. I do too, but uh, there's way too many leagues, man. Yeah, they're coming back this this Friday, so I'm excited for that. It's gonna be some live sports for me to watch. Yeah, I, I still don't think it's gonna happen, but if this is gonna happen, I'm gonna wait for it. Um, well, so they're having live it, games this coming Friday. Is that what you're saying? They they have, they're gonna have games this coming Friday. Wow, is that when are they gonna be? You know where they're gonna be broadcast on? Because I'd actually be interested in watching that. Because I'm dying as everyone else in this world to watch some live sports on TV. I believe they are broadcasted on Fox Sports, FS1. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Nice. Cool. Or you can reach out to Vlad to get the streaming stuff. Right. So. Facts. Yeah, I'll have to hit him up on <laughs> so, that. No if doubt. there's any fans out there that want to watch soccer, man, hit us up on Gmail. Again, it's profansports1 at gmail.com, and we'll, we'll guide you to where you need to go to, to get the soccer games. Um, A couple more things. The Champions League is supposed to be coming back in August, mm-hmm. Um, and the players from the Spanish League, La Liga, they, they came back to training this week. Um, they've tested a lot of different players. Um, every team tested all their players, um, especially Barcelona. None of their players came back positive. All their players came back negative. Oh, um, awesome. So they're training, nice. they're, they're training this week to hopefully come back by the end of the month. Good for them, man. Oh, cool. Good Great. for them. Anything else as far as soccer? Oh, that's it, man. Oh, nice, man. Hey, fellas, I think we, we got episode eight wrapped up, man. You know what I mean? So yes, uh, yes, you should do. This is a great way to celebrate B Money's birthday. B Money's so birthday, baby. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. This was a good one. I enjoyed this episode. Yeah. So if you if you stayed on and and listened to the podcast, man, again, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate you, know, thank you guys. You for your, thank you. Thank you for your support. You know, if you want to support us, like we said, you know, uh, get get back on Anchor and there's donate buttons. Um, catch us on YouTube. Uh, just YouTube Pro Fan Sports, and our videos will pop up. You know, subscribe to us. Uh, get get our merch, man. Right Redbubble.com yes, slash people yes, slash yes. profan get, get sports. Get those shirts. Get yeah. that gear. Yes, sir. Um, so just follow us on social media, man, and, and connect with us and, and help us grow. And again, thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next week. All right, fellas. Thank you guys for coming through. All right. All thanks, right, guys. Out. Appreciate it. And happy Mother's Day again to all those mothers out there. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday again, baby. Thank yes. you. Appreciate it, bud. All right, bros.